The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Welcome to our show, Good Champion and Jeff. And Jeff and Jeff, happy to welcome you to our program as well. Here are the categories. First off, Jeff. 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 And Jeff. Um, let's try Jeff for 200. Jeff. Jeff. What is Jeff? Yes. Um, Jeff for 400. Jeff. Jeff? What is Jeff? That's right. Uh, Jeff for 600. Jeff, 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 Jeff. What is San Francisco? No, Jeff. What is Jeff? Right again. Jeff for a thousand. Jeff, 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 Jeff. And that would be Jeff. Good morning. That's an oldie but a goodie. There's Jeopardy. That is Jeopardy. There is a um, there is a uh, Twitter thing going around right now. It says who's got that one Jeopardy clip, and uh, I was just talking about. There, well, you guys are just talking about not this? that, but the whole who's got that clip of whatever you know, insert movie, show, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. There are some phenomenal Jeopardy clips. Um, there, there Trebek is Beck was a savage. Well, <laughs> they, and and. Chris knows exactly so, where I'm going. Oh, there is, play that there one? is just, there's, it, this will never be beat. Susan Cole is from Bowie, Maryland, and her favorite type of music is something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> I think it's very fun. It's called nerdcore hip hop. It's nerdcore hip hop. Yes, um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners. You know. <laughs> It's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well, <laughs> Susan Cole. What is her reaction? Well, <laughs> well, thanks. No, I think I might have that beat. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, then I probably have not heard this. Pete, one. Chris has that uh, Jeopardy clip. He he has he has that Jeopardy mm-hmm. clip. So like I was looking real quick. I kind of got like a. It's <laughs> not the greatest of quality, but check this. As out. long as we can hear it. <laughs> Chances from Houston, Texas, prayed for snow on her wedding day. Yes, I did. Why? I love snow, and I don't get to see it much in Houston, so I prayed for snow. It was 32 degrees, and no snow on my wedding day, but I had eight inches on my honeymoon. So we went to Tennessee. So That's not a bad deal. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, loser. Here's the question. Did Trebek get it? No, I no. don't think he did either. No. I don't think he was even listening. I, no. <laughs> I think he one hundred percent would have like done the camera turn or something. Yeah. Uh, ha, ha. Good morning. 
I'm picturing you as that host. As as the one where she said that? Yeah. Oh, I, the show would be over. They'd have to start completely over. Hey, excuse me? <laughs> Tattle your what? <laughs> uh, good morning. Welcome in. Hello. Hi. It is a Friday. We are. That's probably a really good rabbit hole, those uh, who's got that clip. Oh, yeah. Know. For sure. And I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think of things that, you know, you, you, you'd have like a couple of newlywed game ones. Mm-hmm. The one, obviously, um, that everyone knows that I probably can't say. Um, yeah, there's, game shows could be neat. Yeah. Do you but think I mean, they do movies, they're doing everything, yeah. Do you think if Trebek said the whole, <laughs> losers, I feel like Trebek is one of like maybe three people in the world that could get away with that. Yeah, and it was, I don't know. He generally isn't like that, so when he drops that in, it's like, wow, that was extra special. Yeah. Is, who would be your Mount Rushmore of game show hosts? Assuming Trebek's already on there. Yeah, he's probably on there for sure. Sajak? Yeah, I think he'd have to be just based on longevity. Um, Eubanks? Bob, Bob okay, Eubanks. so you got Bob Eubanks, uh, Chuck Woolery would probably yeah. be. Chuck kind of went a little batty in his yeah. later years, but yeah. Um. And he did different variety, you know. He did. He did a bunch. Yeah. Uh, Wink Martindale. Yeah. Who Bert did Convy. Oh. Are you guys being serious right now? Have you got not picked like the number one? I know. Bob Barker. For, I, Bar, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're forgetting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Trebek, Barker, Sajak. I think those are the top. Three. You know, I also feel like, and maybe it's going to be date and time, but I mean, I didn't watch him a ton either. But I feel like Richard Dawson Richard was Daw- pretty iconic. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> now you go back. Problematic. And he's just making out with every yes. guest. Yeah. Uh, but no, Richard Dawson, Family Feud. That Louis was Anderson. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy the amount of hosts that Family yeah. Feud has yeah. had. For real. And, they and, have Peterman from Seinfeld do it for a bit. And Steve Harvey does a good job. But Steve Harvey's whole bit is just like someone will say something and he'll just like stop the show. No, yeah. but their questions are like. Some of them, I'm like, how are you even They're putting that on up. television? They're setting it up. Yeah. They're setting it up for the cliff, which is, you know, that's fine. Uh, Dick Clark hosted a few game shows, didn't he, back in the day? I can't remember. Yeah. Didn't he uh, do pyramid. 20, yeah, $20,000 pyramid or $25,000 pyramid, which now you look back at $25,000. Yeah. Know. There was uh, one that, that was, was the l- game show I always wanted to go on. Pyramid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. That would have been, I, I've always wanted to go on Jeopardy, but I also. I just, first off, I know I'd choke. Secondly, like, I'd pull a Zachariah for sure. <laughs> and then, hey, I got it. I got his name right. You did. First try. That's not it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Secondly, um, I know that if I ever went on Jeopardy, it'd be the one time where it's like, art history, yeah. opera singers, classical composers, like the ones. Just I, give me sports. Seriously. English just, literature from the 1800s. 100%. Uh, you know, uh, medieval female authors. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Um, I need it to be music, sports, movies. Right. Maybe food. some, like, state capitals. Yeah, you can mix that in. Uh, I'll take potpourri. Yeah. Cities in California. <laughs> right. Cities in California that rhyme with Racramento. Yes. Continents. Continents. Incontinence. That, that's one of my favorite SNLs. One of my favorite SNL celebrity jeopardies when it was continents. Like, this is an audio daily devil. Asia. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't get it. <laughs> I was the one we'll take any number and yes, three. <laughs> uh, 
Texas with a dollar sign. <laughs> right, right. What was that? That was Sean Connery, French Stewart, and somebody. Burt Reynolds. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Look at Turd, me. Funny hat. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yes. You, you know, I always kind of felt for Jimmy Fallon in those because he had no chance. No. His and he fr- always would break. He would always break. And honestly, his French Stewart was... It was fine. It wasn't going to live up to uh, Connery no. and, and Burt Reynolds. You're right. You got Connery and Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, two of the most iconic imitations in SNL history. And what makes that so great is the straight man is Will Ferrell. Yes, yes, he is. And he's the angry. You know, it's like that's the guy that could be breaking everyone else, and he's just he's just yeah, straight as an arrow. Yeah. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not what you're. <laughs> who was uh who hosted pressure luck i could see his face um but i can't remember the name peter tamarkin what no way did you just whip out peter tamarkin Is- are you saying i whipped out <laughs> my <laughs> my tamarkin wow i think that's right if that's accurate that is honestly that is i feel really good about that wow or sad who would be a good sponsor for the poll of the week but whatever <laughs> it is that's the poll of the week. you've had a couple somebody acknowledged you had a poll yeah, yesterday was- i think happy van winkle Pat- in uh oh vince vaughn yeah Yes. What a pull. <sighs> Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff. Uh, yep, you're right. Peter Tamarkin. Peter yes. Tamarkin. It was originally hosted by... No, that's not it. And now it's... Um, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, meow. <laughs> I've always had a crush yeah. on Elizabeth Banks. Wonder was that is that the one whose dad or grandpa was the owner of the giant? No, that's uh, Mara. Uh, Ernie, Mara, Mara, Mara. Uh, uh, no, Wellington Mara's daughter oh, or yeah. granddaughter is an actress. Yeah, it was in um, House of Cards. Yeah, yes, yeah, she's the one that. Spoiler yeah, alert! But, yeah, you know. season one. <laughs> yeah, it's um, okay not to watch that show. <laughs> ah, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you hate? That's a great topic to finish up the, the, the great stretch. one. Is it? No. It, it, I've, because I've thought about this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> on my own. I did it. I've had this internal dialogue. And this is like part of like, this has always been, you could apply this to several several things. But like, what do you do with Kevin Spacey movies now? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Because I still watch Seven. Um, Horrible uh, Bosses is one of my favorite uh, movies. Uh, you, you were usual talking about American, suspects. yeah, Usual Suspects, which is that's a rewatch. Okay, American Beauty, I can't watch again. <laughs> oh no, that's what I'm saying. That I was, just, that's why I was saying that. Like that's not a rewatch. Yeah, you watch that once and then you're good. Uh, who was the girl in that with the roses on her? The uh, the main one, Mina uh, uh, Servino. What, yeah. what happened to her? She, she was in. Um, is she been in American anything? Pie? Right. No. Yeah, 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 but like, didn't she? She was kind of, she was very she was hot for popular. a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's like she's hanging out with Bridget Fonda somewhere, not doing movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 fact it's always art and artist, but I feel guilty because like Kevin, look, Kevin Spacey's a really, really, really good actor. Correct. Straight up. Yeah, he is undeniably an incredible actor. Also, yeah. not 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 a good guy. Mina Servino's got. Three movies that are about to come out. Two no. movies that came out last year. Wait, no, wow. it's not Mina. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Mina Sorvino's the blonde, right? Yes. Yeah. That was her in American Beauty. You sure? Positive. Huh. That because that's Paul. That's Paul Sorvino's daughter. Yes. 
No, 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 wait. No, yeah. wait. There's two. There's, there's two. I'm no, not, I'm looking at her filmography right now. She's the one that had the roses drop on her when Correct. she wasn't wearing clothes? Yes. I'm thinking of someone else that so you're thinking of. So was I. There. He's also an American Pie, like you said, Jason. <laughs> Interesting. No, 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 no. That's not the same lady. Thank you. What are you? Th- I'm looking at her filmography right now. You're you're thinking of the, Amina Sorino, like Romeo and Michelle. Yes. Okay, but yeah, that's not that's, from American no, Beauty. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. That's not the one from okay, Amina Sorvari. Suck it, Chris. Oh. Ah. <laughs> hey, it. Uh, uh, I didn't notice that it just like you know what it suggests. Do you mean this person? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I obviously right. spelled Amina right. Sorvino wrong. It yeah. wasn't sounding right. It was not. Mina Good catch, Jason. Yeah. Man. Well. The- Hey, we both we both said no. Eh. I get half credit. He gets three quarters credit. I get twenty five percent. I was Barney to your Fred on that on that caper. Sure. <laughs> I was Shaggy. <laughs> we got it. It wasn't me. Uh, ha, we. Uh, sorry, I just had a sorry that 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 pause was brought to you by me wondering if we could do a Mount Shaggy more, and I stopped it too in my brain. There's not. It's two, right? There's Shaggy and Shaggy. No, there's a Mexican soccer player nicknamed Shaggy. No way. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah, I got my That's picture. a fantastic nickname. I got my picture taken with him. You did? Now, is, is that a truth or a lie? Oh. Ooh, Marvin Shagley. <laughs> I got a response, Jeff. but I'm not, I'm not saying it. We got a big show for you today, everybody. Greg Papa is going to join us for our uh, weekly Niners at Nine Super Bowl edition, Brandon Nunes, Sacktown Sports, Kings Insider. I'm always excited for PBR weekend. We're doing something we've never done before. We were going to have a writer come on, and then the last minute last night, that got changed. I'm actually really happy about this. Matt West, the announcer, is going to be oh, in studio with us. Okay. And uh, that's going to be a whole different thing. I, I, Let's I, kick it. I cannot wait to kick it with Matt and talk to him about the, the lifestyle of a of a PBR announcer. And have I secretly, is there a tiny part of me that sometimes dreamed about doing that? Maybe. But then I'm like, mm, uh, mm, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a travel. Like, you're just going everywhere. Yeah. I feel like it's like a traveling circus. Like, they're all friends and they all go to dinner together. Maybe yeah. that's not the case. But uh, we will talk about all that when we come back. Yes, we're trying to have fun in the first segment because you know what's coming here. Uh, the All-Star Game is stupid, and that's actually how I wrote it down. Uh, we've got a, an injury in the NBA we'll update you on, and we have a, a Wolody, and this time not a Kings Wolody. We'll talk about all that in Leading Off next. Let's do it. Leading off the three top stories in the morning. Huge news. This is very important. Here's cut number one. Beats the Western Conference reserves, and what's the first thing that stands out to you, Ken? Well, I, it was to me, it was between De'Aaron Fox and, and Carl Anthony Towns. And so De'Aaron Fox has the numbers to back up everything that he's doing in the Western Conference. Tough conference. He has been sensational as a normal 20, I think he's 26, 27 points a game. You know, that's a tough out. But when you're winning that at that proficiency as the Minnesota Timberwolves, <clears throat> I, I thought he, they would get two players. And so call Anthony Towns or him. Yeah, well, Sacramento got shut out. They did. And uh, they're the number five team in the West. They are, but uh, Kenneth's point, we, they rewarded winning with Carl Anthony Towns. You know, they've been at the top of the West for a while now. Uh, so I got no problem with this team at all. Shut up, Charles. Uh, yeah, so the Kings went from two All-Stars to zero. Yeah. I really thought it would be Sabonis. 
I, I was comfortable that it would be Sabonis. Uh, instead, whether you want to point to, uh, and, and no offense to De'Aaron, but honestly, I'm fine with De'Aaron not making it because he didn't want to go. Uh, and it looks like he needs a rest. But then you have Anthony Davis and you have Carl Anthony Towns both making it. And by the way, and, and again, Homer alert, but you put Sabonis' numbers against both of them and Sabonis is better. And if you want to make the argument that what, and, and it's especially, I mean, he dominates Carl Anthony Towns and pretty much everything, but free throw percentage and points scored per game. And if you want to say, well, it's because of Towns' record. Okay, cool. Well, then he should make it over Davis. There, there's there's just no logical argument here. It, it's, But I'm also split on this, and we'll talk about it later. As a Sacramentan, it's like, well, awesome. Yeah, that's typical, and that's why we have chips on our shoulders because yeah. garbage like this. As a selfish Kings fan, I'm good with it. I'm I'm 100% okay with it. There's no, there's no advantage to having our guys in the All-Star. I've said this before. From a pure basketball standpoint, if I have a choice between having our guys fly out do the whole weekend, the press, the events, the game, everything with it, more mileage, less time with the family, less sleep versus no basketball, chill out, hang with family, take a week off. To me, there's very little if zero logical reason why you'd rather them go to the All-Star game. So selfishly, I'm, yeah. I'm actually great with this. But as a Kings fan and somebody that's that's very defensive of our guys, oh, and by the way, it costs Sabonis one point three million. Yeah, that's what's too bad too. Just in this, even the name recognition, the honor. They yeah. even, those guys on TNT even later said it's like it is an honor to yep. make it to be named to have your name associated. Now, I want their drive personally to not to go get more stats, but I think they could join. It's not that rare of a list, but there's a few people that have not been all stars and yet still made all NBA, and it's kind of like, yeah, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. This is the way I can prove it to you. I'm 100% here for it, and we'll talk about that later, but they've got a big game tonight. Yes. And I would That's love more important. nothing more than for them to say, oh, we're not all-stars? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go in and win by 59,000 against the Pacers. Yeah, show them. We'll show you. Yeah. Coaches. Would have gotten away with it was for those pesky <laughs> coaches. Shaggy. Uh, number two, please. Cut number two. Hits the floor, trying to save it. Ball knocked around. Curry, he's got the angle. And the bucket. And Embiid is down. Joel Embiid is down on the ground. Uh, this Yeah, look, he's been hobbled all night. But here, Kaminga lands right on that leg. Probably hyperextended the knee. Yeah, right there. The reaction from Embiid and Kaminga knew that there was trouble as well. That must be a different play. That's not the one where Draymond took out his legs that we saw. Mm -hmm. Where looked okay. Yeah, it's funny how that's not being looked at more, but that just kind of got rolled over that Draymond went for uh, went for the legs. Either way, uh, Embiid has uh, what what is Shams had to. rescind or update something because yeah, at first it was what a torn meniscus yeah exactly and then and then later in the evening shams was like hey just to update a earlier tweet or something like to clarify an earlier tweet the team has not officially confirmed a tear and says that Embiid will remain out through the weekend while a treatment plan is finalized that's after an athletic report 
saying Embiid suffered an injury to lateral meniscus in his left knee. Um, yeah, so there you go there. That that could keep him out for a minute, especially if it's a tear. Yep. Uh, and that's that's going to, no pun intended, hurt the Philadelphia 76 or something fierce. Uh, they've still got a good team behind him, mm-hmm. obviously, and they've shown they can win without him. But uh, that's unfortunate. And and really, Jason, beyond the actual injury itself, as we've no, seen all week and participated in, it's launching the whole 65-game rule controversy that we knew was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the league is going to have to look at that, whether they want to leave this and keep it true to that. I mean, now if Embiid misses a ton of time, now we're just talking about a guy that might play, you know, 50 games, 40. Like, now you're way off of that number. Yeah, he doesn't done. feel like that person should win the MVP yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's, yeah. he's, he's done on that front. But, again, we solved it yesterday. Solved. Solved it. Yeah. Cut number three, please. Cut number three. Reeves is going to have to either hook and fire. He's going to have to fire it himself right here. No two ways about it. Drain it, yes, sir. 114-105. Why do we have a Lakers score in here? Well, because they beat the Celtics 114-105. They beat Jason Tatum and Chris Dapps Porzingis and Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday and Derek White and Al Horford and Peyton Pritchard. A full-strength Boston team. Great teams blow out teams like that this is a Wolody. <laughs> this is a Wolody for the celtics who were 22 and 2 at home they were 20 and 0 at home that's right they were 20 and 0 at home and now they're two and three since yeah that's good math on that part and i mean again i mean this is obviously pointing at the celtics who still have the best record if i'm not mistaken in the league i think so um they nearly had the disastrous home loss to ba- uh, to detroit detroit and then they have this one. I mean, it uh, back to the "Hey, it happens" crowd. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does. And this this is an example. Yeah, they. Have How a, do you lose to this team? It happens. Well, you know that's what Boston Radio is doing today. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, can't win a championship if you play like this. No, no, not at all. Foxborough Dave is losing oh, his mind. That's right a respectable now. job. Yeah, it's Frank. Uh, it is. Oh, it's oh, yeah, right. It's Fox. I think it's Nick. I, ah. <laughs> I think you're right. Tip of the hat. Uh, tip of the cap there, pal. 114-105. No AD, no LeBron. Hmm. Austin Reeves, Trade 32. So, are the Lakers better without? Are they doing that in L.A.? It's funny you say trade them, by the way. I don't know if you caught this yesterday. Um, there's a guy that tweeted out the following, Jason. Hearing from the NBA... That LeBron James is at the top of the Lakers list to trade. Rob Polinka is looking for the right team to dance with and is close to a suitor, uh, both LeBron and AD out tonight. And there's a reference to the hourglass that LeBron posted. You'd normally just be like, LOL. Couple things here. This guy, David Pingalore, he's the KTLA sports anchor and reporter uh, for the last 25 years, number one. Number two, there were a bunch of people quoting his old tweets. He called LeBron going back to Cleveland two years prior. He called LeBron going to the Lakers. He called Kawhi going to the Clippers before anyone. So it was actually one of the big NBA aggregate accounts. I think it was NBA Central that had this whole thing of his tweets, and the guy never misses. He mm. never misses. He and he's he has this history of calling his shots, and they've all come true. And 
again, KTLA is no joke. That's right. a major station down there. He's been there for 25 years as their sports anchor. It's the only reason I'm acknowledging it. Now, I don't even know if that LeBron would have to wave all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that that guy tweeted it is, is just worth a conversation in itself because that's something nobody's thinking. But if you think about it, right? I mean, if you just take away all the no way that could happen yeah. stuff, The Lakers are absolutely in a position, a prime position, especially if they feel like they're going to lose LeBron and he's going to go wherever Bronny gets drafted or something like that, to be able to grab draft picks, prospects, get off a salary on both. They're they're not going anywhere. Plus, he already got in the in-season tournament title. They got the title. And the banner. And they're a a 500 team, and and LeBron and AD are playing, having great years. They're both all-stars, and they're 500. So it's not out of the realm of logical possibility that the Lakers would say, you know what, we need to back up and reload. God, could you imagine, though, LeBron getting traded over the next week? It'd be interesting to watch. And if it does happen, this guy uh, this guy gets all the uh, all the accolades. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. All right. Kings get snubbed. They got a chance to take it out on the, uh, the Pacers tonight. We'll go through that and talk about it next. Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Call or text at 916-339-1140. On Sacktown Sports. Ah, uh, yeah. The Kings do not have any all-stars in their DNA. Hey, unless they trade for LeBron. Hey. Did you take LeBron? I thought, that's Did you know a, he started his career here? Actually, you, did, you know what? I wonder if that would be the first question. Is it good to come back to the place at all? That's 100% the first question. And who would that be? That'd be Matt George, right? Yeah, that'd, that'd definitely be Matt George. Um, of course I thought about that when I saw the tweet because everything instantly goes into the Kings translator. I was like, yeah, LeBron would actually fit really well on this team, I think. Woo! Let's go! But Let's then it's like, it. okay, but who are you giving up for LeBron? Yeah. Like, Can they do it for nothing? Just just bring LeBron yeah. in. He would give away Barnes. Yeah. He would give away. Matt or Harrison. Uh-huh. <laughs> you would give away uh Herder. Davion. Yeah. And picks. But <laughs> I don't I don't think that works. Really? I, I will check JaVale's right now. expiring. All right. So LeBron makes forty seven. And then let's see. Barnes Herder. Oh man, uh, I'm out of cash. Let's see. With four well, so Barnes Herder and Mitchell are thirty seven. Let's see if that Nope, can't do that. So let's adjust it. Uh, Throwing expiring. Mm, no, actually, I think I know what you'd have to do. Javale or Lynn? Lynn. Mm-hmm. What? No. As a matter of fact, this works perfectly. That's what you'd have to do. And even then, I don't think they say yes. Yeah. You'd have to put Monk in there. So Barnes, Herder, Monk, Mitchell for LeBron. Here's a question. Here's a question, though. Is there an argument that Anthony Davis actually fits even better on this team? A true five that is a goalie, if there ever was one, who can score, who can hit, stretch, hit the three. I mean, we always talk about, well, then we're going with Miles Turner. Well, Anthony Davis isn't Miles Turner. Yeah. If they're both on the block. And they did make the playoffs. Right. It yeah, wasn't like they exactly. failed. No, totally. Yeah. Is there an argument that, not that Anthony Davis is better, but that Anthony Davis 
I think they're trying to keep him. Well, I don't even know if they're really even trying right, to Right, right, right. I mean, this is all, you know, yeah. hearsay and hullabaloo. But, uh, by the way, that trade, Barnes, Herter, and Mitchell, and picks for Anthony Davis does work with no Malik Monk involved. <clears throat> you Let's know, get them both. I'm not going to lie. I think I like that move better in part because you don't have uh, – you don't have to include Monk. So then you go like this. So then you go, this is this is fun, by the way. We're doing, this is fun, trade machine talk on the radio. You would go Fox and Monk in your backcourt. Fox, Monk, Murray, Sabonis, Anthony Davis. Dude. Dude. Dude, come on. Bro. Bro. Jeff. 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 <laughs> That's a good team. Yeah. That's possibly a. That's possibly a title contending. Your bench would be hurting. Everybody would have to play 45 minutes a game, which we know Anthony Davis can do. But that's until everybody gets tired of him missing a game. Even though he's been better at it this year. He has. Yeah. But because he's on the Lakers. Oh. He comes here and he's like, oh, my knee. That's what happens. I don't know. Would you do Barnes, Herder, Mitchell? and? Yes, but they wouldn't. No, would you do Barnes, Herder, Mitchell... And three first round picks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that enamored with picks. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about you think that team is potentially like a team that could do the whole thing, you're picking 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Barnes, Herder, Mitchell. Again, it's like the question we've got. Like, and let's say you just like you got one. Like, it happened. You got one. Right. And then you returned to 17 years of, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but would you do that trade-off? Yes. 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 Because I don't know if we're going to, look, I'm not there yet, but starting to creep in the back of my head, like, are they going to win one in my lifetime? Mm -hmm. So at this point, I'm like, dude, I'll take one now and then, like, don't make the playoffs for 20 years. I don't even care. What if you knew for- Oh, you'll care. I know. What if you knew for certain, like, that was the trade Like, somehow- from the past, they told you, I'm going to give you one, uh-huh. but it's going to be actually longer than the other drought. What do you do the day after they've won the title? Not the day after, but the season after that. I'm a Thunder fan, baby. <laughs> Let's go, KC. I'm not going to follow this team the same way I did before because I know something. You know what? I'm telling you something. If I knew that, I'll tell you exactly what I'd do. I would, I would celebrate my butt off. I would retire from radio. And I would say, and I'm I'm good with basketball. Like I'm I'm moving on to other. I, I'm rooting for. I'll always love the you games. Think that'd be a fair trade if that was promised to you. Like I can just give up basketball. I just want. You probably have to wear it. I want. I just want a title for the city. And if I, and yeah, there's the temptation. Like you know, let's just. And 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 there's an argument too to be said that it wouldn't be as fun if you knew you were going to win the title. Yeah, like I'm sure it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be to go through the whole. Although it might unless like somewhere along the line. They're down 3-0 in a series. No one's ever come back. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, is this really going to – you'd start to question, are they down 15 right. in game is, seven in the fourth quarter? Is this going to happen? Like, I, I thought we were guaranteed. I guess I'm leaving out the cheating part of this whole thing because if I knew that, then it's like I'm selling everything and betting it on the Kings to win the title. And then when they do win the title, then I can really retire. Yeah. I, just, I have all the all the cash. Yeah, all the Bitcoin. Okay, Biff. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, by the way, according to John Hollinger's breakdown, the Lakers would lose 11 wins in this trade, <laughs> and the Kings would, would would gain eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could also include De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis, and you wouldn't be including any All-Stars. Good point. Yeah. The uh, if, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard, 
this happened, and uh, TNT wasn't upset. And so that completes the Western Conference reserves. And what's the first thing that stands out to you, Kenny? Well, I, it was be- to me, it was between De'Aaron Fox and and Carl Anthony Towns. And so De'Aaron Fox has the numbers to back up everything that he's doing in the Western Conference. Tough conference. He has been sensational as a normal 20, I think it's 26, 27 points a game. You know, that's a tough out. But when you're winning that at that proficiency as the Minnesota Timberwolves, <clears throat> I, I thought he, they would get two players. And so call Anthony Towns or him. Yeah, well, Sacramento got shut out. They did. And uh, they're the number five team in the West. They are. But uh, Kenny's point, we, they rewarded winning with Carl Anthony Towns. You know, they've been at the top of the West for a while now. Uh, so I got no problem with this team at all. Whatever, Charles. Uh, De'Aaron Fox becomes the first player in history to average 27 or more points, five or more assists on an over 500 team and not be named an all-star. DeMontis Sabonis uh, is also the first player to average 19, 13, and 8. By the way, he's averaging 19.9 uh, and not get in. Uh, in fact, the last player to average that or more has been Wilt Chamberlain. Um, yeah, dude, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I understand if both can't make it. And we thought... I think going into yesterday, we thought, eh, probably one's going to make it. Um, and also, you know, look, let's not discount. I hope it doesn't happen, but let's not discount injury replacements. Yeah, we need to remember Fox. That's how he made it last year. Right. Like Sabonis made it, and then Fox was added. So when people go, they had two All-Stars. Well, there were three injury players from the West that three additionals added, and Fox was one of them. I'll tell you what's really going to piss me off is if there is an injury replacement. And it's and, not them? And, no, and they go to Fox. Mm. And Fox is like, yeah, I'm good. And then they go to like some other – it's like, guys, you know he doesn't want to play. Just go to Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Just just go to Sabonis. Because there is, there is no argument here. You might argue, and there may be an argument outside of Sacramento. You could, you could argue, well, yeah, there's just – who are you going to take off for the two of them? And maybe that's an argument. There is no argument, though, that no team got snubbed in the NBA more than the Sacramento Kings. There's just no argument there. Um well, record-wise, they have the highest record for a team, winning a percentage for a team that didn't get one. They're the only team of the 12 playoff teams. Remember, the other ones are, are, are playing. They're the only team, I believe, of the 12 playoff teams that do not have an all-star. I, I'm, I know that's the case. I know Where's for, New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans, are they six or seven? They're, they're, yeah, they're one, one out. Um, New Orleans is seventh right yeah, now. So they're they a game behind it. the Suns. Uh, but the Celtics have all stars. The Bucks have all stars. Yeah, the top eight in the West. They kind of did it right in the East. Yeah, they the well the top. Yeah, the top eight have at least one. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's yeah. no one below. And the, it, and the biggest yep. number to me is Trey Young. But the top eight. So when they say we rewarded winning, there are six players from teams below the Kings that got in. That's they didn't reward winning. No, they didn't reward winning. And that's what they try to use for putting Carl Anthony Towns in mm-hmm. because, well, the Timberwolves have the best record. Mm-hmm. And then, well, okay, but Sabonis has better numbers across the board than him with the exception of, uh, I think, uh, free throw percentage and, and, and points per game. Uh, oh, well, uh, you know, number, number, numbers. Okay, well, he also has better numbers than Anthony Davis, but that's actually – Anthony Davis is actually closer to Sabonis than Cat than is, numbers-wise. But then it's like, well, you are – so the Lakers, who are below the Kings – significantly have two all-stars the kings have none and in, in a record-breaking way they have none when you look at their numbers i say screw it you yeah. know what just screw it screw them all of them all of them i don't care i'm not watching i'll watch <laughs> keegan and the rising stars there you go i'll probably watch Steph and that three-point shooty thing 
Uh, and, th- and then that's it, man. I'm not, no. By the way, why is it Steph versus her? I was thinking about this the other day. Why don't they just put her in the three-point contest from the WNBA line with the WNBA ball? Why are they having their well, own s- Why are they having their own separate one? Put her yeah. in there and let her, let her, let her compete yeah, with everybody. That'd be fun. <laughs> Whatever. We'll go around the NBA next, including a big time of with the uh, Celtics. And uh, we're scouting the Pacers for tonight. Also a trade in the NBA as well. A trade that maybe I wouldn't have had an issue being a part of. We'll talk about that next. I'm a Thunder fan, baby. <laughs> Let's go, KC. Best in local sports. They just make it interesting, you know? It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. On Sacktown Sports. Feels good to be a Kings fan. Hold one, hold one Center is hosting the uh, PBR. We'll have tickets for you later today, as we've been doing all week. And uh, we're going to have the PBR announcer, one of the PBR announcers, uh, in studio Around 8.30. You're heading out there again this weekend, aren't you? Either Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, by the way, I uh, just to solve the mystery from yesterday, I know all of you cared. I will be going to a friend's house for Super Bowl. This real, is a development. This is a development. Yeah, there's the development sound. Uh, it's the same couple we always travel with. Okay. Um, so that way our kids and their kids can, well, my son will be so watching. small gathering. There will be exactly... Twelve people there, okay. so the eight of us, and, and then the his four. his mother and sister who are both Niner fans. Uh, I think eight is enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're probably right. Uh, and then like uh, uh, a cousin, like two other family members that are no. Uh, the first thing I said: anybody a Chiefs fan? Is anybody a Niner hater? Is it? And then finally, I was just like: is there anyone that at any point, if the Chiefs do anything, is going to be one of those like I'm going to cheer for it just to be different? Because I will punch them in the neck. I don't mm-hmm. even care who they are. It could be her. It could be him. They're getting neck punched. And she's like, no, no, no. They don't even, they're not even sports. Have you been to a Super Bowl party before where the game's going uh-huh. and then the commercials come on and everyone's like, shh, shh, shh. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Like, yes. So what, what they're doing, what I've done at my house, and what I think most people should do. Look, if you're hosting a Super Bowl party, you should have more, especially if a bunch of people are there, you have two rooms. Yeah. You have the hardcore TV, which is usually outside where everyone can be loud and <clears throat> do all their stuff. And then you have something inside yeah. for the commercial people that are social. They yeah. don't really care about the game. They want to socialize, eat the food. It's usually where the kids are. Yeah. And then the commercials come on and everyone pays attention. Yeah. And that way, you know, there's some commercials I want to see. You know what right. I'll do? I'll go stand by the TV. Yeah. I'll go stand closer to the so TV. You can hear it or, yeah. Absolutely. You can't, you can't screw around. Man. Right. Don't be screwing around with a, yeah. a, a Super Bowl. This is a big game. This is the big, the game. big game, yeah. as a matter of fact. The and last Sunday of football. Is it a must-win game? <clears throat> Ooh, mm. Great point. You know, here's the thing. Qualify? Well, depends on what you mean by a must-win. Because here's the thing. <laughs> you know how it's a, a, a definitely a must-win? Is if the loser, the entire roster, has to dive into an active volcano. I don't think that happens. I don't think it does either, but isn't that really the only way it's a must win? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if the Niners lose, for example, okay, they're not going to die. I mean, they will, but not from that. So it's not a must win. Is it really? Would it be bigger and better if that was the 
what the oh, loser had to do. Can you imagine? Imagine, <laughs> imagine if the losing Super Bowl team all was like thrown out of a plane at thirty-five thousand feet on the way back over somewhere in Nevada. And imagine what the fourth quarter would be if it's tied with three minutes left. Intense. Imagine what. How about those cutaways to the families? Yeah. Oh. We didn't I think it'd be a lot of good. Hey, let's just tie. Right? Yeah. yeah. Let's just. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just kneeling on the ball indefinitely until like one guy's like, oh, and he just runs. Touchdown. Everyone just imagine them all just like collapsing on the field in tears, knowing like you've got one day. Yeah, this is it. But like they're surrounded by police so they can't escape. Say. Yeah, they can't escape. A couple of them will try. Yeah. What a great movie idea. Yeah. This is like we're halfway there. Did you hear about the enhanced games? Yes. That are coming. A bunch of bunch oh, of. Have bill- you seen the commercial? Drug for it? Olympics. Dude, yes, I have. Gross. SNL did a bit on that years ago. The Drug Olympics. That's what these are going to be. Yeah. Uh, where the, if you don't know what it is, it's basically track and field, a few other events, swimming, and some other stuff, and they're all like performance enhanced. By the way, they're encouraged. They're encouraged. Uh, also. This is the future. This is going to work. If it's if this doesn't work, this idea at some point is going to work. It's not going to work. Oh, it's a hundred. Why? Chris, work? you of all people should be on my side with this because we both agree that society is spiraling down and out of control. This is some Hunger Games Terminator crap, not Terminator, uh, Running Man crap, where in 30 years, that's going to be it. You're just going to have a bunch of roided out, freaked out people running around as like, oh, and he crosses the finish line and he's dead. He had a heart attack. Oh, you know, and then everyone claps like he gave his all. The thing with it is, is like when I saw who was putting the money up for it. Yeah, they're not great people. This is just an excuse to try and create some sort of weird drug HGH as an anti-aging for sure. billionaires to never die. I don't I don't in any way, shape, or form doubt that there are ulterior motives at the top. Like I have no problems admitting that's why I said either this or something like this. But think about think about watching the it, the the commercial had the guy he's like, I actually ran a faster time than Usain Bolt, I think is what it was. Which I don't believe. Who is I, that? Yeah, person? Right? Like, how do we not <laughs> prove it? Yeah. Can we see that again? Yeah. But like, you know. You know, <laughs> which is there no part of you that thinks that like, what if you had a baseball league where everyone was just juiced to the gills and you're hitting like 84 home runs a year, the pitchers are throwing 107, everyone, there's fights all the time, everyone has horrible acne, like I'm watching that stuff. Here's the thing too, is the Olympics are already the drug Olympics. Which nobody wants to talk about. Well, you, you mean just they just they 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 miss on the test type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we find out like we always find out like four years later. Oh, the entire Russian team. But it wasn't because they tested positive. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but you know, the first excuse when they look like porcupines with like all these syringes coming out of the starting line, like oh, I think they might be onto something. Is that illegal? I think it is. Uh, February eighth. Uh, 2022 was the date that the trade was made for Tyrese Halliburton. We're going to get into that in the next exactly. Saturday. See, we are. See what I got you there? Yeah. Uh, but tonight, uh, these guys face off the Pacers, though, as I now believe the third of four teams on this road trip. No, this is game five. So this will be the third of – is this game five? Yeah. Yeah. So this will be the third of five that the Kings are playing when they're on the second night of a back-to-back and the Kings are rested. Right. And – 
I believe no Miami was rested. So yes, yeah, so Miami was rested. I think were the other three all back to back. I thought. So was it four or five? Oh, I see what you're saying. Were they all three? So this would be the fourth. I can't remember. Well, we can go back and look. Either way, either it's, way, they got they've taken advantage of that. They so have far. They Let's have. See if they can today because Indiana was in an intense game yesterday with the Knicks, which is exactly what we wanted. And the Knicks, by the way, are the hottest team. Yeah. Uh, in basketball right now, one hundred nine, one hundred five. Jalen Brunson had forty points uh, in that one. Tyrese Halliburton back played twenty two minutes. 15 points. Interesting on that. You know, they really do dole their minutes around. Siakam and Nesmith each had 35, yeah. you know, 37 he minutes. He was on a minute a watch because he, he just came back. Halliburton, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that minute restriction will go away today, of course. Yeah. Uh, 20 points, though, uh, off the bench for Jalen Smith. Let's just be honest, man. This is going to be – this is their first look. At, they lost to them at home when they didn't have Pascal Siakam, which, by the way – Again, this is how stupid this year's team is. I'm actually looking at tonight's game. I'm a lot more confident than I should be. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm like, well, you know, they lost at home without Siakam, without Halliburton. Now they have Halliburton and Siakam back. They're playing on the road. It was the, uh, what, fifth game of the road trip. Yeah, kind of like our chances. Yeah. Just because that's how they are. The the time they played here, too, it was... Like we always say, there's other people of the pros. TJ right. McConnell was so good. He dictated that whole game. Yes. I mean, it literally left me watching that game going, I know Indiana will never do this, but I feel like they could start him and trade Halliburton. They won't, and they shouldn't, no. but you could get a haul for him and work with Siakam and all these other guards and go, hey, they might have a pretty good team right now anyway with McConnell. Right. But By I the, get why they do what they're McConnell doing. destroyed the Kings. He did. Just to give you an idea, McConnell was uh, DMP last night. Coach's decision. Yeah. Didn't even get in the game. He should be playing somewhere. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jason, just for funsies, let's play that game we love to play. It's guess the odds. Uh, the Kings will take on the Pacers tonight. You can hear it right here on Sack Town Sports. 4.30 p.m. is your tip-off. Who is favored and by how much? Um, I'm going to say the Pacers by four. Pacers by two and a half. Pacers by two and a half. Guys, I don't mind telling you that out of all the times we've done this, I'm pretty sure this is the craziest line I've ever seen. And I'm not making a joke. I don't understand this whatsoever, and I need to know why the Kings are favored by three and a half. Hmm. Why are the Kings favored by three and a half? Do they have a better record? Do they have a better record? Vegas knows that uh, the Sabonis and Fox snubs. Something's going on, man. Yeah, the Kings are 27 and 19. The Pacers are 27 and 22. Now, I get it. Basically the, the same. Pacers played last night. I get it. But you have Halliburton and Siakam back a little over a week after they dusted the Kings at Golden One Center, the full-strength Kings, without Siakam or Halliburton playing. The Kings are favored by three and a half. Makes zero sense to me. But again, we talked about it before. It's like Miami was favored uh, against the Kings the other night. They knew. But right. w- but what that really makes me wonder is a where is that line going to go and b is do, what do they know who's out tonight what do they know who's out who's not playing those two things mean the same what 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 kind of hijinks are they up to is Tyrese not playing or something that's what I'm saying somebody's not they or they're on a big time time limit or uh, restriction I don't know. 
I did not expect this. I, honestly, I thought, uh, did one of you say uh, uh, Pacers two and a half? I did. Yeah, uh, that's honestly what my guess would have been. Both of you guys are right on it. I did not. Absolutely. And by the way, if you'd have told me, no, that's wrong, is it higher or lower? My guess would have been higher. Oh, okay. Pacers four and a half, three and a half. I would not have gone the other way yeah. around. Okay. Well, also, Steven Adams traded to the Rockets. Now, Steven Adams and his knee are traded to the Rockets. Yes. He ain't playing this year. Um, I believe it was two second round picks for Steven Adams. Uh, that was actually an Oladipo, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you had the whole salary situation. Honestly, though, um, I really like that move for the Rockets. Because now you have somebody to kind of work with and spell uh, Alperin Shangoon. I don't know if they'd have him on the floor at the same time or not. Uh, as for the Grizzlies, though, yeah, it was just it was a second rounder in 2024 and a conditional uh, 24 second rounder. Um, but Adams is still, weirdly enough, he's just 30. Mm-hmm. You think he's like 38. And isn't his contract not terrible? Uh, no, not at all. I, yeah. don't, I don't believe it is at all. Um, you know, that's all-star snub cost Demonis. Well, hmm. Demonis? Demontis Demonis, De- 1.3. Demonis. De- De- it cost him Demonis. Yeah, it cost him Demonis. That's very, very good. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that for uh, um, Memphis, though. Like... You guys going to be okay next year with that? Uh, you know, obviously losing John Morant's a big deal, and that's hurting them right now, but losing Steven Adams is a pretty big deal, too. Yes. And you're right. He will be an expiring contract next year at $12.6 million. Nice. Interesting. All right, let's take a look back. You know, a lot of us, I get it, we're tired of the conversation, but this is the appropriate time to talk about it. We are almost exactly two years away from the uh, sabonis Alliburton trade, mm-hmm. and they play tonight. Yep. If there was ever an appropriate time to take a look back at that trade, and we'll look at all, all the, pieces, of the pieces that were involved, we'll take a look back next.